Welcome everyone. I'm your host, life and relationship coach, Jazz, and this is Heard That Before. You can check out my website, Couples Guide to Communications, where you can book coaching sessions for life and relationships. And you can also purchase your journals for manifesting your dream life and your dream relationship. Last week's show was about some questions to ask when you're out on a first date. And like I promised this week, we will talk about how to maintain a healthy relationship. Now, what's a healthy relationship? Or what does a healthy relationship look like? When you're in a healthy relationship, you speak your mind. You have no problem letting your mate know what the problem is. Um, You're able to communicate, which means you're able to hear how your mate feels and understand it as well as you're able to communicate effectively how you feel about something in the relationship. You have your own space. Now, when I say you have your own space, now, if you're married, that would mean, or if you're in a serious relationship, a living boyfriend or girlfriend, that would mean you guys have space where you can hang out on your own in indoors within the house. Um, that's always good to sometimes being up under each other day in and day out can be kind of stressful. You fight. Now, when you fight, I don't mean fights like you're in a boxing match. I mean, you know, healthy fights. Everyone argues. And sometimes, you know, people get frustrated and, you know, you have small arguments. That's what I mean when I say fight. I mean, you continue to forget to take the garbage out or you leave all your makeup around the sink. Those are small fights that that relationships have, but you just move on. You you hear the problem, you fix the problem, and you move on. That's not something that you should even break up over or continue to fight about day in and day out. You love yourself and your partner exactly the way that you are. There's nothing you would change about your partner, flaws and all. You accept them. You make decisions jointly. Now, this really only works when you're, I think this works more so when you're in a relationship that's really serious that you live together or you manage finances together or something like that, because, you know, you don't want to make decisions and it's going to affect your partner some type of way. So you should always try to make decisions together. This also is good if you have children, you know, you don't want to, you know, make a decision on something for your child. And you don't even let your mate know, you know, you have to sit down and go over those things. You treat each other with kindness and respect. Easier said than done, surprisingly. Because kindness and respect, it should be a given. But some people really don't know how to be kind and respect sometimes is far in between. You trust each other. If you can't find trust in your relationship you honestly shouldn't be in a relationship uh I always say I'd rather someone trust me before I want them to love me because someone can love me and not trust me I would rather you trust me then show me some love trust goes a long way if you can't trust someone honestly like I said before that's just a dead end and there's no relationship without trust you let things go You know when and what to argue over. Everything does not deserve 
to be an argument. You pick your battles. You know what's worth it. And this this next one is just like a given. You're intimate. Like that's part of having a healthy relationship. You know, if you intimacy is a goes a long way. Your relationship is your safe place. So if you had a bad day out in the world, you know a hundred percent you can walk in the house and your relationship is gonna be your safe place. You don't have to worry about when you walk in the house. Him yelling at you or her yelling at you, you know that that place, the house is going to be quiet or it's going to be a place where you can vent with no judgment. You talk to your partner and not others. Now, this goes when you guys have issues. When you guys have issues, you know that the best thing to do is talk to your mate first. You don't go talk to your mom your friends, your cousins, you talk to your mate first because that's the person that you have the issue with. Complaining and venting to other people only allow other people into your relationship. Once you let other people into your relationship, you're headed downhill because other people sometimes can make you look at your mate a way that you would have never looked at them. And sometimes that's a good thing, especially if you're in an abusive relationship. But sometimes you find yourself just angry over something so small. But if you let the wrong person in on that information, it can become so big. Also, be honest. It's nothing like having someone lie to you about something so little. It is always best to just be honest. If you're telling your mate what's going on up front, you have a better chance of not having a argument and just coming to some type of understanding. Lying will never get you anywhere. I don't care how much you lie, how good you lie, you're good at lying. It's going to come back to you and bite you because if you lie once, you have to lie again to keep up with that lie. So I'm a firm believer. I'm always honest. Like there's, I'm just not lying too much to remember. I'm not doing it. Also, this is the biggest one, support each other. You should always support your mate. If your mate wants to sell kites in the winter time, in a blizzard, you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna say, I believe in you. We're gonna go out here, we're gonna sell kites in the winter during a blizzard. It's all about support because the weirdest thing about it, you may not see their vision. But the universe may have, a, may have something completely set up for your mate. And your mate says, I'm going to sell kites in the winter during a blizzard. And then you say, no way, you can't do it. And your mate turns around and your mate does it. And your mate brings in thousands of dollars or millions of dollars. And then you're sitting there looking like I didn't believe. And your mate can easily look at you and say, I don't want to be with you anymore. You don't get to enjoy this with me. You didn't even believe in me. So it's always good to believe in your mate, especially if it's just something legal. And if it's not taking any money out of your pocket, let them try it. You can try it. They can try anything they want to try. It's legal. It's not hurting anyone. It's just a dream of theirs. Now, when it comes to maintaining a healthy relationship, all the things we talked about last week 
about things you ask on your first date so you get to know your person a little better before you even move further. You have to remember now the things that they like, the things that you subconsciously agree to, now you have to keep that th- those things up. Now, if you have a mate that likes dinner done every night, that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to make dinner every night. Now, if you're the type of person that doesn't like to cook every night and that's what your mate requires, you need to, that needs to be something that needs to be talked about up front. There's no need to be five, six years in and you're just realizing that your mate never wants to do that and, and it's all your responsibility until the day you guys die. <laughs> because when I talk about relationships, I'm not just talking about a relationship that you're just going to be in for a couple of years and then you move on. I'm talking about going the distance. I mean, marriage, years, children, you know, having properties together, building businesses together. There are just things that you're going to have to agree on if that's what you want to do. And you're always going to have to compromise. And believe it or not, there's always going to be one person that's going to compromise more than the other. Is that fair? I don't think it's fair, but there's, it's never always even because it's always weird enough. It's always going to be one person that may seem like they're putting more money into the house or one person that always seems like they're doing more for the holidays or spending more on gifts. It's always like that, but you guys make up for it in other areas, you know? So if, if you have a mate, if you, if you know that you're, you like expensive things, you shop expensive, you're more than likely going to buy your mate an expensive gift because that's what you do. But if you know your, if you know your other half is, more on the frugal side and they don't spend that much you can't expect them to go out and buy you a thousand dollar or something that they wouldn't even buy themselves you would just i would personally just accept what it is that i've gotten i know i know how they are and i can't expect them to be anything else but who they are now that goes with this is going to go into a whole nother topic and this slightly is about relationships, but it's not going to be so on how to keep a healthy relationship, but this always lingers in my head. I know people that have gotten engaged and their ring isn't as big or doesn't seem as expensive as the next person. And I've seen memes on social media and say, would you accept this ring? And it's a little ring with a little rock. Honestly, if your mate works at Burger King or at Walmart or at Target, why would you expect your mate to buy you a four carat diamond ring? They don't, they don't live, work on Wall Street. They don't work for a Fortune 500 company. They don't own a Fortune 500 company. You have you you would expect him to get you what he can afford. So there's no need to look at a man and say, "Oh, I don't want this ring. This is no good for me. I want I want a bigger rock. You want a bigger rock, but you guys still live in an apartment. 
So he's going to pay for a down payment on a house for a ring for your finger. That makes no sense. Now, on the other hand, if you have a mate that works for a Fortune 500 company or owns a Fortune 500 company or is just financially stable and has the money, there should be no reason why he wouldn't buy you the nicer ring, the bigger ring, even though the size of the ring doesn't matter. But it's just something to me about if you can afford it, but you still go the cheap route for me, I may question that. But there's no need to question if you know where your man's pockets are financially and you want him to go broke just so that you can have a nice rock on your finger. That's just, that's selfish. You're not even thinking logical because that money can go towards something else. You have to remember after marriage, there's a wedding. So think twice about that. Now that goes into being reasonable in a relationship. You always have to be reasonable. You can't expect someone to be a version of themselves that you made up in your head. You know who you met. You know what you liked about them. That's the line that you're, that's the street you're driving on. You know, you know exactly where you're going. You know exactly who this person is. There's no need to look to your left and see someone else doing something that you think your mate should be doing. And you're like, oh yeah, you know what? No, I need you to do that now. Because sometimes when you veer your partner off the route that they're supposed to be on, you'll find yourself lonely. If you ever heard like a man tell a woman or, or a woman tell a man, you need to get a job. You need to get a better job. We need more money in this house. We need this. We need that. But you're forcing them to move at a pace that's not comfortable for them. Now, when they move on and they excel, guess what could happen? While you're pushing them to excel, you're so worried about them, you haven't moved one inch yourself. So now you have your mate excelling, growing, becoming a different person, becoming a different version of themselves, vibrating on a higher level that you aren't even ready for. And now you're stuck looking up at your partner sore and the whole time you was nagging you forgot about yourself guess what happens in situations like that you end up alone your mate successful you're not even their type anymore so i i suggest that to have a healthy relationship you need to also encourage your mate don't push don't belittle don't try to force something on them that's just not them. It's, it's mainly about acceptance, respect, trust, love, support. Those are the things you need for a healthy relationship. Communication. Communication sounds so like, oh, duh, we need to communicate. Everybody does not communicate well. And honestly, it's almost impossible to have a healthy relationship if both people are not on the same page to communicate, to work out differences, to move forward. There are certain things that some people can't get past. You know what you can't get past. You know what you will accept. Your mate doesn't. And it's really not for you to tell them, but 
certain things you should know in a relationship. Like you should know if we're in a relationship, you would want your mate to come to you first or communication about, you know, anything that could be bothering them. Those things you should know. There should be no reason why you are with someone and you think to yourself, oh, I didn't think I can talk to you. Then you shouldn't be with that person if you don't think you can talk to them. Your mate should be your best friend and your critic, but in a good way. You should be able to throw ideas at your mate and accept the criticism that may come back from it. And you should be able to do the same and communicate it well. Everything doesn't have to be so harsh. That's a problem that I know that I know I dealt with that myself. I come across very harsh. So I find myself trying to think before I speak or even put in a disclaimer before I make my statement. Just so that it's known that I'm not trying to come across disrespectful, rude or hurtful. But this is what I'm thinking about. Now, when it comes to building healthy relationships or even just even if you're not in a relationship yet and you're trying to find out or or if you're trying to manifest a relationship because I'm big on manifestation journaling I love that stuff I live by it it's it's just me and in future episodes I'll go deep into what to do how to do it but I also do have a journal for manifesting your dream relationship. Now, on top of manifesting your dream relationship, this can be good for singles and those in relationships because by the time it's a 30-day challenge and by the end of your 30 days, you will be able to figure out you'll figure out yourself as well as your mate. You'll know, "Oh my god, these are my flaws. This is what I need to work on." And you'll know how to go back into the relationship and fix some of your flaws as well as if you're single you'll know your flaws and you'll say okay my next relationship I know this is what I'm looking for in the mate this is what I will not do this is what I will not accept so my journal you can find on my website couples guide to communication they're actually up now they're on for they're up for pre-order they'll all be mailed out um The first week in November. Also, I have my coaching sessions um, on the website as well. They're on sale 30% off for one-on-one sessions as well as couple sessions. You can always call me for a free consultation. I'm always there for that. Um, I hope the information was helpful. And feel free to subscribe to my website as well as follow me on IG couples guide to communications feel free to email me as well my email will be in the description of this episode and talk to you guys next week